hello, and welcome to the 21 Soul Music Podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Marks, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing some intimate interviews with musicians from around the world. In my role at Ropadope, I interview each artist as we prepare for their next release. I'm trying to get the backstory and a little bit of narrative about why they made the record and what their history is. Today we have Mr. A.J. Gent, a third-generation lap and pedal steel guitar player whose great-uncle, Willie Eason, and his grandfather, Henry Nelson, invented the sacred steel style of playing, substituting lap steel for a church organ. A.J.'s father, Aubrey Gent, continued the tradition and profoundly influenced his son's career. But we know A.J. best as the frontman in Colonel Bruce Hampton's band. In 2014, we released the album Pharaoh's Kitchen, and it leads off with the title track with A.J. screaming on the guitar. AJ's latest release, The Neo Blues Project, was released in spring 2018. AJ takes the history carried in his family tree to a new place, what he likes to call Neo Blues, hence the title. Sit back, relax, and listen to AJ in his own words. Let's start with Mr. Colonel Bruce Hampton. I mean, where else? Where, where else would we begin? Right? Right. Yeah. When did you meet? Definitely. I met Bruce um, when I moved to Atlanta. I went to this uh, jam spot, and um, I think it was uh, the pizza place. I don't even remember the name of it. Uh, but at that jam, I saw a bass player by the name of Todd Smalley. Um, and after I sat in, um, I met him outside, Todd Smalley, that is. And um, uh, he was talking to me, and, you know, mind you, I didn't know who he was at the time. You know, I'm new in town. and. Uh, but he knew of me and my dad, and uh, one of the first things he was gonna, he, that he said to me was, man, you know, Colonel Bruce Hampton is going to want you to play with him. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, who is that? And sure, <laughs> you know, something to call me. I'm looking for some money. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, so he gave um, Colonel Bruce uh, my um, contact information, and the next thing I know is, you know, Bruce Hampton called me up, and uh, I met him uh, at another pizza place, and that was my, where my first gig was actually with him. So <laughs> that's how that worked. Well, what's it like when, I mean, you're you're obviously a seasoned player, but there are a lot of seasoned players, and Bruce, Bruce used to say to me, there's a whole lot of players, but there aren't that many musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> What, that's true <laughs> what what was it like when you first started playing with him what and how is it different than or and was it different than anywhere else you had played or um yeah. it was very interesting you know at first uh but yet uh familiar i will say um you know even even to uh, come off that statement you know he definitely uh knew how to pick musicians and not players so <laughs> but um you know, he's of course he's got a whole line of guys that uh that are awesome that that have played with him. But um, it was very um it was interesting. Um, and and again I say familiar because uh, there was a a uh, somewhat freedom uh, that was there that I was pretty much used to growing up playing in church. And uh, and it was pretty much you know that was Bruce thing. You know, play from the heart. You know, and let time, tone, and space. You know, uh, take you higher pretty much. And um, you know I. I latched on to that thing and um, it became 
uh, a great opportunity as well as a friendship, um, you know, being on the road with them. You know, it wasn't too much thought. And, um, you know, it was it was more so about being who you were and um, not taking it too seriously, but, uh, you know, allowing the crowd to, you know, feel what you're going through and dealing with it at that moment. Beautiful. Beautiful. Where do you suppose – how do you suppose Bruce learned that? Ah, man, you know, that, that that's the, that's the million dollar question. I, um, you know, well, I will say this, you know, you, you, Bruce was not your, um, your typical, uh, musician. Uh, so, um, he, I think he more so thought with his mind, uh, versus, uh, his ability, uh, to actually, um, you know, play the instrument, you know, which was even more awesome, you know, and I think that's, you know, um, where he gets the, you know, you know, being a musician rather than a player, you know, because uh, it's kind of like, you know, people, um, you know, listen to music and if you hear something great or someone great, um, you automatically uh, deem them as, you know, an awesome, you know, um, you know, musician or, or keyboard player, guitar player, whatever the case may be. Um, but um, I've learned that, um, you know, you're really not hired uh, for, uh, you know, what you can actually produce, but it's more so of how you think, you know, um, or, or, you know, versus, you know, your ability to actually play the instrument is, you know, what you and your brain come up with um, to, uh, you know, make yourself be able to do what you're doing. And I think that's what, where Bruce comes from. How he figured that out, um, you know, and, and, and what gave him that, I think is just life itself probably. Uh, but, um, you know, of course, you know, there, there's many, uh, stories, I'm sure, you know, even though we think we've heard them all, I'm sure there's some we've never heard, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I would, I would say that would be my, my best, you know, guess for that, you know, just life and experience. There's the one story that sticks out that we want to, that we all want to know more about, about the woman that he encountered when he was a young boy who helped raise him. And the name yeah. I'm blank on right now, but I suppose we'll never really know. Um, I guess, and I guess it doesn't really matter. He he knew it, right? He he he, he, got, <laughs> he got there. Um, Definitely. I know you've probably gotten a lot of questions over the years, uh, you know, about your your heritage and and the the incredible uh, lineage. But I wanted to so sorry for repeating this, but I want to at least get into it a little bit. Um, oh, no, it's, it's totally fine. You know, when I was first working with Rocco, we were, we were putting together the uh, the Campbell Brothers record. Uh, yeah. This is in the early days of, uh, you know, Google and Wikipedia and all that. So somehow I had it in my head that the Word of God Church originated in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But when I read about Sacred Steel it takes me back to your uh, grandfather and great uncle. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. The house of God church. Definitely. It's, um, yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's where the roots is. <laughs> yeah. So it's the house of God church and, and yeah. And I, and I, you know, maybe it was hearsay, but what, what I was either read or was told is that, um, churches, that did not have uh, church organs 
were using pedal steel. Is that is that accurate or is that not? Um, definitely. Uh, well, you know, by the lap steel kind of being the first, you know, they were, you know, whoever, you know, um, was able to actually play, um, yeah, it was definitely a lap steel guitar. And then, of course, he advanced, you know, some time after to the pedal steel. Um, but yeah, no organs, just straight steel guitar. Mm -hmm. That was, that was the style, you know, still is to this day too, to be, you know, uh, you know, totally correct. It still is. What what do you feel? Um, and I'm way out of my my realm here <laughs> because I'm <laughs> no. not a musician. But you know, I, I like to live my life out of out of my out of my uh, comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, so, which is fairly easy. All you have to do is ask questions that you you know <laughs> have no idea. About, you know. Um, what 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 is the real root of this style of music? Are, are we calling it blues? Or we, you know, what's the? Well, um, I mean, honestly, you know, I I think you know, music music is you know, you know, uh, itself is a language. I don't know, um, you know, why we put it put it into uh, you know different genres, mm -hmm. um, but um, it was always you know created to um, either. Uh, give praise, tell a story, or, um, you know, uh, or compassion, you know, showing love or, you know, some sort. Um, so, um, and, and also, you know, uh, even with the, um, the hurt, you know, so I, I so I, I heard, um, an, um, an elder woman, uh, kind of speak and say, you know, uh, you know, they call it blues, but it's really, you know, just the facts of life. And, uh, you know, I honestly, you know, if you ask me, man, you know, it's 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 music. You know, um, it's the same sound in the church that you're gonna hear outside the church. Uh, though uh, same blues in the church, and that particular one uh, <laughs> may get you looked at pretty crazy, or or even you know, uh, sat down for a very long time, <laughs> not allowed to do anything. Uh, but um, you know, if you, you listen to the licks, man, you know, even breaking it down to, you know, you know, stupid, simple. If you listen to the licks, you know, and, and the call and response of the songs, it's 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 the blues. Um, you know, uh, growing up in the gospel church or in, the, um, you know, a, a Pentecostal, quote unquote, church, um, you know, everything, uh, especially uh, what we would call a devotional service, um, you know, it's, it's call and response. And um, and it was it was typically about you know, your day or Lord having mercy or, you know, you know, I come over here to live right till I die. It was, it was, you know, pretty much singing about heartache and pain, you know, and, you know, if, if I don't know, you know, I don't know what else to call it, but I mean, it, it, you would think that's called blues, <laughs> but, you know, that's why I just revert to say, hey, you know, it's music, you know, I'll just say that, you know, but, uh, man, uh, it, it's not it's not necessarily gospel music because if it ain't necessarily talking about the uh you know if if it's not coming across coming across as a scripture and in song then you know I call it gospel music you know it's not talking about the actual gospel uh but it's uh, more so experience so you know we could call it inspirational how about that there you go no and and I, <laughs> I get to it and I, and I get you know I I guess it was hoping you to have that magic answer 
<laughs> I don't know if it was a good one, but <laughs> um, that's it. What, what, what? Just real, real briefly. So, and and maybe you encountered this within your own family. Uh, and pardon me, but you know, coming from a fully secular background. Uh, not, no, hey, no need to pardon yourself. <laughs> well, it wasn't my choice. It just happens to be where I come from. Uh, my parents were of two different uh, two different religions, so we, they didn't really have much of a choice if they were going to be together. Um, and 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 I didn't give them any choice. <laughs> there you go. That's right. So, um, w- why is it that the church would view a certain style of playing as not, uh, you know, not not gospel, and and restrict people from playing or sit them down, as you say? Uh, um, man, Louis, that's a, you know, that, um, I don't, I, I don't bite my tongue when it comes down to this stuff, you know, cause it's so important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I might get some uh, frowns by saying this and I don't mean it, you know, whatsoever in a, a malicious, you know, way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I think it's a, a certain type of ignorance that's there. Um, and, um, in, in, in the word itself doesn't have to uh, mean, you know, uh, bad, bad or dumb or anything like that. It just means you're just uninformed mm-hmm. on, you know, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because, you know, musically, you know, if I sit down in a, a club environment, I'm going to hear the same sound if I that I would if I sat in a church, you know, uh, you know, it's musically. We talk theory, we talk, um, I mean, honestly. You know, certain things I may hear in a church environment, if I if I heard it, you know, in, in a theoretical, you know, point of view, I'm like, well, why would you choose to play that? Because that's kind of spooky sounding, you know, but for some reason, you know, you know, somebody may be touched by that particular chord that's being played in the church. You know, so I, I think it just comes from just, you know, uh, I guess a, a nicer way to say that is, um, you know, being uneducated, you know, and um, not really asking questions, but more so. Uh, just, you know, going along with, you know, what you were taught and what that person was taught and so on and so forth. Gotcha. And now, now did, you did, did your, so within your family, um, you know, does this come up between, you know, the descendants of your great uncle and grandfather about what is appropriate to play? Um. Uh, not to me, of course, you know, my great uncle and grandfather, you know, have uh, passed on, but, um, you know, it's, it's never something that's a conversation, you know, especially, you know, I think it's like when, when a parent, you know, knows their child, you know, you know, that the child, you know, you've raised the child, uh, to the best of your ability, you know, become a man, you know, a woman. And, um, and and they go off into this world and they start, you know, experiencing life. You know, you trust that you taught them well enough, you know, to where and they're going to make great decisions on their own. And um, and I've I think I've proven that I've shown that, you know, and uh, I pray I can continue to do that. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I don't get, you know, any any type of, uh, you know, questions or or, or concern as far as what I'm doing, uh, because it's truth, you know, I, I, you know, I guess to an extent, you know, you would call it truth music, you know, um, 
because it's honest and it's and it's talking about life. And um, but you know if we if we went backwards and said you know well you know what would my my dad say right now today? Well, best best to believe he ain't playing nothing but you know church. You know <laughs> he ain't you know you ain't gonna get him to you know you know play the quote unquote blues. You know. Uh-huh. And the same thing with my grandfather <laughs> when he was alive. Gotcha. Do you have siblings? Yeah. I do. I do. I have uh, four sisters. Gotcha. And, and are, they, are they involved in music as well? I mean, my oldest sister is. Uh, I actually, um, I I got into this whole the, the entertainment part of music. Um, you know, pretty much under her, like I learned it from her. She had been doing it for so many years, and um, she, uh, you know, I was I admired her and uh, decided that hey, you know, I think I'm gonna do the same thing you you did. So, uh, but yeah, and 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 the others, you know, can too. But I think they um, they choose not to for some strange reason. What, as far as play music, I'm sorry. No, I understand. I understand. So, uh, you know, I'm 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 thinking of questions to ask, and I. I it's just the, 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 the opening cut to Pharaoh's Kitchen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> opening couple of notes are just cutting through my soul. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, I mean, I would, one would assume, but I don't know if anybody's ever asked. So when I, as a non-musician or just as a fan, hear your playing and, and the playing of others as well, you know, that guitar can just, it just digs straight through your chest in some kind of way. Do you feel that when you oh, wow. when you listen to uh, guitar sometimes, where it just it does. I I've, I've been I, when I hear a great guitar player, man, or, or or even you know any you know musician, you know I if it touches me, it touches me. You know, so definitely yes, I know what you mean. The guitar's just got that way, and I just wondered if if. Uh, you know, what the but if you're saying you're feeling it as well, and that's good. That's a common <laughs> thing there. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about this record. Um, what were what are your goals? Uh, you know, what do you what are you what are you trying to say to the audience, to the world out there, uh, with with this music? Well, I want to be able to let them know um, that the blues. Um, is is everywhere it's in everything um and again you know uh that's because of life the facts of life and um but it's really easy to get caught up on a you know on a perception of something uh, that isn't necessarily true and i want people to you know come into the understanding that um sound and chords doesn't make it blues, but the story does, you know, and that's, you know, hence, you know, the title Neo Blues, New Blues. Um, I want people to, you know, just to get and understand yeah, that, you know, it, it's still very alive, but it, but it sounds a little different and um, it's all over me. So I can't, you know, help but to express it. But in, in a nutshell, that's kind of That's um, beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, you know it's 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 funny how our system of uh, of commerce and marketing uh, tends to take the 
part of something out in some way or another, and, and genre classification is one of them, right? Yeah. You know, you start out, I, I, I would say that just about every single genre that exists today, there's someone saying, oh, well, you know, that, that's, over, that's, you know, that's waning, that's over. You know, and then you have all these stories about somebody's bringing it back, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you wonder why that is. We just seem to have this idea that, uh, you know, this guy was great at this and we put a label on it and, and we put it on the shelf, you know? And then, uh, yep. and then yeah. we measure everything else that comes after it by not whether it's as good as that, but, but wh- wh- how true it is to that. Right. You know, Christian Scott yeah. says there's a whole set of people that believe that the best jazz that, you know, has already been played. And every yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> to learn how to play it like it was, you know. And uh, yep. I get a general sense that it's not a human uh, a trait, that it's a 20th century American marketing trait. <laughs> uh, I, I think you're correct on that. So and that's got to be a challenging environment when you when you when you're when you're making music and it's your music and then find that you know well you've got to kind of I mean I don't think it's there's anything inherently wrong with being compared to other musicians but when you're set up with you know I have to compare you to this and then we're all going to measure you against that rather than just listening to the music and enjoying it. Um, yeah, and, and 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 it's crazy because a lot of times too you know comparison. Um, is just a, another way of saying, you know, I really don't understand. You know, it, it, that, it's still that way, you know, because no one person is alike, not even a twin. You know, no, no, no one person is like, is, is I should say, uh, identical to someone else. You know, uh, and, and not even twins. You know, you put twins in a room and, and, you know, those are two different people. And I think um, when we start comparing, it's really easy, you know, um, to, to, start thinking in, you know, an ignorant, you know, way of, of thought because you, you want to say, well, this is better and this isn't, you know, over here. But, you know, that's that's pretty silly because obviously this person isn't going to be better than, you know, this guy or this guy ain't going to be better than that guy um, because they're two totally different people. This guy over here is going to be the best person he can possibly be and nobody is going to be like him, you know. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's just a – it's an odd way of thinking, but uh, it, it typically, you know, boils down to uh, just a, a total misunderstanding. You know, even myself, you know, I think, you know, I get comparisons, you know, to other people. And uh, the first thing I think is, you know, oh, well, well thank you. You know, I, I appreciate it. And then I start, you know, the, I follow that thought up with, uh, you know, you, you, you may not still understand what I'm saying or, or, or what I'm doing. Uh, because, uh, you know, if, if you did, you'd say, well, that's totally different. You know what I'm saying? But you don't, because you don't know, and, and, you know, there's not understanding there, you know, it's easy to say, you know, or, you know, he sounds or he looks or, you know, it's very familiar to this over here. So, um, but that's, that's my two cents. You know, I don't. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, oh, that's what it looks like from over there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. All right. I can right. see that from where, from where but also just revealed where you're standing, you know? Uh, yep. Your, your way yep. up. It's fascinating. Um, so is there, 
do you want to talk a little bit about particularly the recording and uh, are there any are there any comments you have about how you like to record music and how this record was recorded um or is it yeah straightforward thing go ahead well um the the record was recorded in a um very unique way you know by it being called neo blues i guess it was recorded in the new blues uh, manner. I didn't use anything um, uh, that was probably uh, vintage or analog or old school. Everything was digital. So <laughs> I used what was, uh, well, I put it this way, you know, what we praise today that those guys did yesterday, um, you know, I pretty much, uh, you know, did what they were doing and that was using what they had you know mm-hmm. um and i think sometimes we miss that because we start praising you know uh, uh different things in the past and don't realize that, you know they didn't look at it as you know being some just you know groundbreaking thing and they just said hey i picked it up because it's all i had and so that's you know how my recording uh, for this album went you know i i used what i had and it was a simple uh, interface you know computer guitar and i went for it you know um and you know it, it, it's my actual actually my first project uh, that a, no one was involved with other than my wife um you know and then my sister you know she did some singing on it as well but uh there, there wasn't any um you know other players or anything like that involved and uh, it was the first product uh that um i ever put together that was just straight um steel guitar you know every you know most of the sounds really you know on uh, the album, whether it you know, sounds like it or not, it's just straight steel guitar. So, um, you know, I was, uh, after listening, you know, to the finished product, I was pretty surprised that it, you know, came out, you know, uh, sounding decent. <laughs> you know, because, you know, when you try something, you know, different, man, try something new, you know, it's, it could be tough, you know, trial and error. So, uh, you know, I was proud of that. But, yeah, that's, you know, that's a pretty unique thing, you know, that I could say about, you know, actual project so you, uh, that I'm really proud of. Yeah, you're basically producing it, performing everything and, and producing it for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 nervous, you know, it was a nervous thing because, you know, you, you know people are listening and like, you know, you're going to have the critics out there who want to break everything down, uh, you know, and nine times out of ten, you know, they will. Uh, but the great thing about it is that, it, you know, it's, it's Neo Blues. It's something that you really hadn't heard before, you know, and I put it into a format and the sound that I wanted it to be in. And um, I just want uh, the music lovers out there uh, to understand where it's coming from. And I want them to, you know, adapt it and, and let it be, uh, you know, their their life, you know, album, <laughs> you, know? you know, especially at this time that we're in. Sounds like you had full control over the process. And, and so the tools available to you, you know, did exactly what you wanted them to do. And I think most of the criticism of digital uh, technology usually comes from uh, another party in the room, and that's the person who understands how to use the digital technology, and then they become somewhat instrumental in the production values uh, of the uh, final product. That might be what everybody's complaining about. Uh, the, the, yeah, I think so. <laughs> the engineer, you know? um, yeah. <laughs> we do. We do some. Uh, some. Vi- we're doing some video work here at Rope It Open, and, and one of the challenging things is, you know, people who who know how to work cameras, which I really don't, 
uh, and how to do editing or always have it, you know, something to say. And one of the biggest things they say, you know, we can, we can edit that or we can fix that. And, and, you know, and it just set my head spinning. I'm like, no, I, you know, I would prefer that what we're, what we're filming. And that's an archaic term. (laughs) What we're recording. Whatever we're recording should be the event, not not what we can do with it digitally uh, afterwards. Yeah, you know, exactly. And 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 even to add to that, man, you know, I think um, that was probably the the one element uh, that I kept, you know, on this project. You know, a lot of those vocals and guitar. Well, I have this rule, you know, first guitar take is is the last guitar take. Um, you know, it's. You know, I don't continue to do, you know, different guitar solos. You know, I don't do that. It's whatever comes from the heart at that, you know, particular time. And the same thing with vocals. You know, um, you know, I may go back if, if, if it, you know, sounds horrible or I messed up a word or something, um, then I'll fix that. But it, it, it's what is going on at that moment, I think, that says life. And I'm like, uh-uh, you know, I'm not, don't touch it, leave it alone. I don't care if it's a wrong you know, if it's a bad note as far as the actual guitar goes, leave it, you know. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to that, but everything else I can deal with. You know, I can, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Sam, Sam Phillips said, uh, you know, leave the mistakes in because that's what makes it human. Um, yes, when exactly. He, when he recorded Elvis, the story goes, Elvis wanted to re-record, and he said, no, that's it. We're going out with that. Because uh, people <laughs> so. It ties us back into to I, I think what you said about Bruce at the beginning, and, and that is you know he really poured it out in a pure way, and that's and that's what people can feel. And uh, yep. All right, AJ, thank you so much. If I have any more questions, I'll get back to you. But this will help me write some stories here, uh, and uh, I'll send everything to you prior. You know, uh, so you know, make sure I got things right. Awesome, man. Take your time, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, AJ. Be well. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you for listening to the 21 Soul Music Podcast. If you like what we do, please subscribe. You can find us on Mixcloud, and you can go over to YouTube and find our video series as well. We're also available on Stitcher, iTunes, and wherever else podcasts are found. A big shout-out to our producer, Mr. Nick Perry. Our show is recorded in East Philadelphia, at the Rope Oak Room. I want to say thank you to musicians who contribute music to the world and to this podcast, and a big thank you to those of you who have taken the time to listen. We hope you enjoy the show.